In studio today by legendary coach Clyde Hart, former Baylor track and field coach. He is just off uh, the course at Cottonwood Creek, right behind our studios here, and comes right in here. Coach, we got air conditioning for you. We'll get you a water or Gatorade or something like that. Mosey, get up close to that mic, but welcome to you, and uh, appreciate you coming in today. Thank you, John. It is cool in here. This beats where I've been the last three hours, but uh, glad to be here. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Uh, yeah, I had at least one gold medal for six straight Olympians, and I think I had a total of 13 gold medals altogether. Wow. Uh, and silver and a bronze and... Uh, Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. And so that was the plan. After 95 and the World Championships, and he had won both of them, but the difference was in the World Championships, you only have to run three rounds in each other. Now at the Olympics, it's four rounds. So that's eight races in eight days, and it's at the highest level. So that led up to the Olympics, and that, that's why it wasn't my idea. Uh, but I agreed with Michael when he said, let's do it. I said, Michael, if you're willing to do it, you know we're going to have to work harder. You have to be in better shape. He said, Coach, I know all that. And he did it, and uh, the rest is history. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Monday. Glad you're with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. It's Coach Clyde Hart who was with us uh, last Thursday. Man, that was fun to visit with him. And uh, again, an hour was not near enough time with Coach Hart. Could have gone a number of different directions. Just having him tell Olympic stories and uh, really, really fun. If you missed that, it's uh, up and available as a podcast at SyntexSportsFan.com or uh, on social media at 1660 ESPN, where you can find all of our podcasts and programming here on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, beginning a new week. And uh, Aaron, how are you? How was the weekend? Uh, And good to see you again. Good to see you, John. It was short, but it was good. <laughs> short I, you know, and good. But honestly, when you enjoy your job, which I do, it's yep. a, it makes it a lot easier to come back from the weekend. Very good. That's a good approach. You know, we went up to the uh, Rangers game on Friday, and it was a lot of fun. I tried to get you a hat. I don't have it yet. I'm still working on it, but I didn't get one there. Um, I didn't get one when we checked in and then talked to Doug Furch, and he said they're at Section 117. It's like a almost like a customer service um, spot up there, Section 117. So uh, I tried to get my wife to walk over there with me, and she didn't want to at that point, and I said, no problem. So I went back later, went to 117 later, and they'd cleared out. So oh, yeah. <laughs> they either gave them all away or they had just cleared out for the night. It was about the seventh inning when I went back. So uh, I don't have one uh, for you, but maybe, maybe there'll be a few leftovers that we can get. 
Hey, if you can get one, that'd be yeah, great. I know, I'll wear it. I know. I'll I was, wear it during the show the first day you bring it. I will. <laughs> that would you be can, good. That'd you can be a take good a look picture for you. and put it on your social media. <laughs> I will do that. But I went up there specifically to try to get you a hat. Um, it was a uh, it was a fun night. There were a lot of Baylor folks that were there. Uh, I've been telling you leading up to it. This was Baylor night at uh, um, Globe Life Field in Arlington. Rangers played the Mariners. Rangers did not play well. They fell behind seven to nothing in that game and lost nine to five but uh but it was a fun night just to be there at the new ballpark and a lot of Baylor folks got to visit with a lot of Baylor folks up there that was really fun and I've been telling you my son-in-law Art Wellborn uh sang the national anthem uh prior to the game on Friday and let me tell you he absolutely hit it out of the park he did a great job and uh you know it was fun they had him we were down around home play, you know, trying to get some good video of him singing. Well, they bring him out in center field. So he's a long way away from where we were. We still videoed it and you could hear it, but they were way out there. And uh, the the cool part about it was, uh, you know, it wasn't just us feeling like he did a good job. The rest of the night when we were walking around the park on the concourse and even leaving, when we were leaving that night, a girl turns around and said, did you sing tonight? And Hart said, yes. He said, you did a great job. I mean, the rest of the night, people were saying to him, what a great job he did singing the national anthem. Isn't that, that cool? That's got to be such a great feeling. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. And to even, I mean, like how many national anthem singers do you even notice, really, you know? Only the ones that that do a bad job or make a mistake. <laughs> right. I mean, I, it's, it's unfair, but That's really, true. I mean, there's some, I've heard some great renditions, and, uh, you know, sometimes they'll get replayed, but most of the time when they talk about it, it's when, Somebody either messes up the words or just can't hit that high note, right, you know, and right. what is it? Uh, Land uh, of the free. Yeah, that one. Land of the free. That's, <laughs> right. that's the one. That's the one. And he did it, man. He, he went for that high note and he hit it. But he did great. And it was so cool to be walking around and everybody was saying, hey, you did a great job. That was a great job. So really cool uh, night for, uh, for Art and for all of us uh, at the Rangers game on um, on Friday. All right, here's what we have coming up in the hour. Uh, did you watch much of the Olympics this weekend? I did not. Okay. I, I just – and I love the Summer Olympics, yeah. but – um, and I have the NBC sports app, yep. so I can watch, you know, pretty everything, much everything. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah. Um, but I just haven't watched that much. I've been, uh, I've been reading a lot and, uh, you know, I bet I was, I was outside a lot this weekend. Good for you. you. Yeah, that's that. good. Yeah, just yeah, trying good to stay you. active. So, <laughs> but, but I usually make it a point to watch as much of the Olympics as I can. And it just, it's nothing, it's nothing like purposeful it's just uh-huh. that i've been doing other things and yeah and then and the, the main thing is that it everything uh starts so early right i would say late but it's actually early <laughs> right that's and, right and and you get so many spoilers yeah that you already know who wins that's a good especially point. when you're in our business right we we have to or we don't have to but we we have a tendency it's just we always are checking yep. uh twitter and espn and and looking for breaking sports that way we're not behind, you know, or looking for stories that maybe people miss for the upcoming week. And so we're going to get spoilers. And I think that's probably the main thing. That's a good point. You would know if you tried to watch in prime time, you would know everything that's happened. You'd know the results already. So there's not much drama there. Yeah. Whereas if it were in a close time zone, I would just 
I would just wait and watch it live, but right. it's 12 hours difference. Right, exactly. That's part of the uh, um, dilemma for NBC, you know, when you're selling it and then you're trying to air it and keep the drama as much as possible, but that's a tough thing to do. Uh, they're in... And it's, it's shown in the ratings. Yeah, the and the ratings, ratings are not good. Down, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I wonder, so for NBC, the ratings are not good. I've seen that, like, down 56% is what I saw this morning. Does that include streaming? Are they are they getting uh, streaming numbers in there? Because there has to be more streaming this year than ever before. I think NBC is kind of making that argument. You yeah, know, that, I hey, would think. Hey, Nielsen isn't the only thing to measure viewers by, you know, because a lot of people are watching. Yeah. Like, you know, that, like I said, I watch it off the app, so that, yeah. you know, I would never be counted in Nielsen ratings. Right. I, I would think uh, that might be a plus in their favor, just all the people that would be streaming this and watching things live, you know, on uh, NBC Sports app or Peacock, something like that. Um, but I say all that to say uh, track and field is going hot and heavy. The 100-meter finals, semifinals, and finals were yesterday. Von, Trayvon Bromel is uh, a Baylor guy that was in the 100. He was the U.S. Uh, champion, uh, had the best time in the world going in, and Trayvon didn't make it to the finals. He ran a 10 flat and did not make it to the finals. How about that? Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. That's a pretty fast semifinal. Heat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and wow. and and he was so close. I mean, it was within I think one one hundredth of a second. If he had been at nine, if he'd been anywhere under ten, I think he would have made the finals. And then who knows what would have happened there. But Trayvon was really the odds-on favorite to win the hundred in the Olympics. He didn't make it to the final. So we'll have uh, Michael Ford on with us, Baylor's uh, new track and field coach. Uh, he was Trayvon's coach for a while no longer is he doing that but Michael I'm sure was uh, plugged in and watching that and we'll get his thoughts on that Trayvon not making it to the finals of the 100 meters there in Tokyo so we'll visit with Michael Ford coming up in a bit uh, look back at more from the weekend and plenty more coming up in the hour glad you're with us John Morris Aaron Sexton check weather uh, it was pouring down on campus when I started out here when I came up LaSalle to uh, to Rudy's, when I got to about Rudy's, it was dry as a bone. Hadn't rained a bit. And then I get out here, and it's now raining out here. So let's say spotty showers are out there. Yeah, when I left, uh, when I left home, um, it was dry. And certain spots on the way here, I had to slow down because, you know, rain had collected. That's and there it. Were, there were big puddles in the yeah. road, you know. That's wild. On August the 2nd, more rain. Take a break. Be back with more in just a moment. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. We're brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Vox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. We have a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms for most of the day as a cold front continues to slide to our south. The main concerns for storms this afternoon looks to be some heavy rainfall and gusty winds. This front will also help to keep temperatures below average with a high of only 87 today. Tomorrow, rain looks to stay out of the forecast with partly sunny skies and a high of 91. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Elliott picks that up. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown name. Thursday.
Wednesday night, it's your Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers live from Canton, Ohio on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Steelers Thursday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Paid for by Protect My Car. Restrictions may apply. Plans and costs for coverage may vary. Call for details. Yo, where's your car? Man, my engine blew, and I can't afford to get it fixed. So no car for me. Oh, man. That's why I got me an extended service plan. That way, that blown engine would have cost you nothing to repair. Hold up. You're saying if I had gotten that plan before my engine blew, I could have got it fixed and paid nothing? You got that right. Drivers covered by Protect My Car would not have to pay for any covered repair bill ever again. Man, I really should have called and got my car covered before this huge repair bill hit. If you own a car, trucker SUV made from $19.99 or higher, call 800-263-0757 right now to see if your car qualifies. All repairs for your engine, transmission, and much more can become a thing of the past. Just call 800-263-0757 and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits. Call 800-263-0757 right now. Call now to find out how you pay nothing for auto repairs. Call 800-263-0757. That's 800-263-0757. You had a dream to open your own business, put in the long hours of development, gathering resources, and finally opening your doors to the public. Don't forget the marketing part of your business plan. Eminem Broadcasters have an experienced staff of marketing professionals who have helped countless businesses succeed in Central Texas, and they're ready to help you today. Call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930, or email to info at mmbwaco.com. with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio on this Monday afternoon. We're brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Hey, uh, it's Ram Spotlight Days continuing as we turn the calendar to August. Ram is the three-peat motor trend truck of the year. Come check out the great-looking, always reliable, built-to-haul. It's just the truck that gives you everything you need. That's the 2021 Ram Trucks. It's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. Part of the family at Allen Samuels Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend in the car business on the web at Allen Samuels, DCJ. Dot com. 
All right, we did uh, turn the calendar to uh, August uh, yesterday. It's August 2nd today. So uh, I'm kind of nerdy in this way, <laughs> but I was looking for the weather stats for July here for Central Texas. And uh, number one, sure enough, we did not have a 100-degree day in the month of July. We haven't had one all year yet. It's one of 20, 20 years in which we haven't had a 100-degree uh, day. And, uh, in, in fact, we didn't have a 99 officially in Waco, one of 11 days in history that we haven't had a 99-degree or higher temperature in the month of July. How about that? It still felt hot, but... <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> still did. Um, the average temperature for the month of July was 92.4 degrees. Remember, the start of the month, we had a lot of rain, much more than normal, and, and continued to do so. But 92.4 degrees, the average for the month of July, 4.46 inches of rain in the month of July, which is the, I think, the sixth wettest July on history. So all those uh, from the month of July, uh, which... Uh, it means one of two things. Hey, we've uh, survived and now we're to August or number two, August and September are going to be really hot and really dry. <laughs> you know what? I mean, it could be could be everything shifting later in the year. And now we hit the hundreds when we get to August. Maybe. But I every time you think, OK, it's it's July. We're through the rain. Yeah. And then we get another week. of Yeah. Rain. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's exactly. Unreal. I'm just going to say it's unpredictable right now. And uh, usually right about the time football practice starts, uh, that's when it gets the hottest here in Central Texas. And high schools, Class 1A through 4A, are starting today. But we've got cloud cover and we've got rain off and on around the area for their first day of practice. And Baylor begins on Friday. So, uh, you know, it, it's still going to get hot. It's still going to be hot for a while. But all that to say, we have had a very... Uh, mild summer as far as temperatures so far this year. High schools are practicing uh, today, beginning today. Uh, Baylor does begin on Friday, first day of fall camp for Coach Aranda and his staff coming up on Friday the 6th uh, on the Baylor campus. Uh, let's see, what else, what else, what else? Um, We'll, mention, uh, we'll visit with Michael Ford coming up next segment, uh, current Baylor track and field coach. He has been a coach in the past for uh, Trayvon Bromel. Trayvon uh, unable to get out of the semifinals, get to the finals of the 100 meters. Uh, an Italian, I, I don't have his name in front of me, but an Italian guy won the 100 meters. Uh, 9.80 was his time. Trayvon had run a 9.77 this year uh, in qualifying or leading up to the Olympics. But it just... We'll see what Michael says, and and he'll have more details than I could ever know. But it just wasn't his day. It didn't look like for Trayvon Bromel. Yeah, you know, anything at Olympic level, it's it's so little difference. You know, usually yeah. when it gets to the top. Now, yeah. obviously, when uh, you Usain Usain Bolt was right. uh, running, it was a little different. Michael Johnson, I think uh, Carl Lewis, a few athletes, but. Most of the time, those races are just, I mean, like you said, it, it comes down to a tenth of a second. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but that's that's when you get to the elite of the elite, you know, it just who, who who's going who's gonna to have their best day. That's it. They, like, the, like you said, I, I had to look up his name, the, uh, the guy that won the gold medal. No one expected him <laughs> right. to win. He just had the race of his life on the right day yeah you know and all cre all credit to him you know he, he ran a great race and, and but 
he was not the favorite. He was probably not not among the top five, I would imagine. I think you're right, yeah. Uh, and Fred Curley, uh, another American, he, f- he got the silver. He finished second, 9.84. Fred Curley is from Taylor, Texas, just down the road. So uh, American on the medal stand there with, uh, with the 100 meters. So next segment, we'll visit with uh, Michael. Uh, Ford, Baylor's track and field coach and a former coach with Trayvon Bromel. All right, let's take a break, and we'll uh, get to Mike when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Greenup Agency. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, David Greenup, put his experience to work for you. Greenup Agency proudly serves the greater Waco families and business. Get smarter about your insurance. Greenup Farmer's Insurance Agency, 254-855-8889. Recently on Game Time. Maybe we need to see what's out there as a veteran quarterback. So, Brent Hundley, you got a workout plan for this week. You got another plan for next week. So, there's really, unless you're going to get Colin Kaepernick or something, I mean, you're not, there's nobody out there. So, they're going to stick with the three guys they have, and all three of those guys are terrible, but that's what it is. <laughs> and uh, they're going to stick, that's what it is right now. Game Time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Heritage Creamery Woodway is now open at The Outlook, just off 84 and Ritchie Road. Come see us at our beautiful new location, where we serve all the classics, including shakes, floats, cookies, ice cream sandwiches, and plenty of kid-friendly favorites. Our products are made by hand right here in Waco, Texas, with all natural ingredients sourced locally as much as possible. We're open every day from 2 to 10. Need us to cater your event? We're ready to serve you from our new Heritage Scoop Truck. Visit HeritageCreamery.com for more information. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville.
He's out of the blocks much better this time. Trayvon Rommel into the lead in lane two. This looks like the Trayvon Rommel we've seen all year. He's still out in front, but here comes Hughes on the outside, and Zarnell Hughes takes it to the line. Adagoke was there as well, close with Rommel in the race for that second and third spot. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. And it is Adekoke who gets second in the automatic qualifying spot. Rommel into third. And once again, he'll need to wait and see if he gets through on time. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, highlight cuts courtesy of NBC Sports, NBC Olympics, Trayvon Bromel in the semifinals, clocks at 10 flat, 10.00, and that doesn't get you into the finals this year in the Olympics. Let's talk about that as we welcome in uh, Baylor's new head track and field coach, uh, Michael Ford, joins us now. Michael, uh, on the road, but uh, kind enough to join us. Hey, man, I appreciate your time. How you doing? Well, I'm doing well, besides the fact that uh, – <laughs> I-35 by Hills Road got shut down. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so I'm taking a back when I'm on 77. Oh, so man. I jump back on 35. <laughs> so, yeah. But so traffic, stuck in traffic is not. Uh, <laughs> isn't that the norm more than it isn't the norm on I-35 these days? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Be careful. Thanks for being on with us. I uh, no went. I made a point, you know, to uh, watch the hundred uh, over the weekend. And Trayvon, I thought, you know, I thought maybe he'd done enough, but a ten flat doesn't get you in the finals. And how how close was he though to? Maybe, uh, you know, a, a hundredth of a second is what I've heard. Might have made the difference to get him into the finals. Yeah, I mean, normally uh, normally a 10 flat would get you to the finals. So I was, I knew the last heat when I, after after the first went and I saw the last heat and I saw the competitors that were no the last heat. I looked, I was like, four, four of those guys could run. Ten flat or better. Yeah. So I kind of got a little nervous when I, when I saw that heat and then, I think they ran uh, nine. It was like a nine, eight, nine, eight, yep. nine, nine, and a, I think a ten flat or a, a, a nine, nine. So, um, yeah, so that that was a uh, a big shocker to, for him not to make it. And I've said this uh, before, but just to remind folks, you've coached Trayvon in the past, coached him when he was here, not currently his coach. But, uh, you know, explain what's that, what that is like on a day in the spotlight in the Olympics. I mean, you got, you've got 10 seconds to run the race of your life, and not that 10 flat is bad, but uh, he just came up a little bit short. Yeah, I think just – I think – this year was a lot different too because we've never had it where they normally take the top four people, top four, they would have a two heat semifinal and they would be the top four and then the next, uh, the next four. Right. I mean, yes, yeah, top four would make it. So this year would be in the top, the top two and the next two times. So it was different. And I think the, the most important race everyone always talks about is the semifinal because you can't think about the final until you make it. Um, and I think for him, he he was off. He was a little off um, at the at the Olympic Games, and being off makes you not make the final. Hmm. So in the old format, he finished third, right? And is he in the old format? Uh-huh. He would have been in the finals. Yeah, well, it was. But it was, I think the big difference was too. Normally, they would take 
16 people to a two-heat semifinal. Oh, this I got time you. They took 20, and they took a 24, 24 people to the semifinal. And that's the that's the format they normally use at World Championships. But this year, this this year was the first time we've done it at the Olympics. I got you. What did you see watching the race from a distance? What did you see? You said he was a little bit off. Uh, what did you see technically with him? Well, I thought in the in this first round, to me, he, he was a little tighter. Like it was like he was forcing to run fast in the in that first round. And he just looked really tight. Um, but in the semifinal, I actually thought he got out really well. Um, but I thought the last 30 meters, he looked tight again on the, on the last 30 meters. And that, I think that, that prevented him from making it to the final. Um, but I thought his start, I thought he set the race up really well in the semifinal. But it was just, he just looked a little tight, like he tightened up a little bit the last part. I would say like the last 30. Yeah. Because he had the lead uh, about halfway through, maybe even three quarters mm-hmm. of the way through, he had the lead, didn't he? Yes, yes, sir. So that's why I knew, like in the in the, the prelim, his speeding race, I didn't think he had a good start or anything. I just thought he just would look tight. Um, I don't know if it was nerves or anything, but I just didn't think that he didn't look like himself. And then in the semifinal, I thought it clicked. He looked like he clicked back to normal. Yeah. For the first the first half of the race, and then that last thirty, I was like, man, just hold on to get another race in. Uh, but he got caught right at the right at the end uh, to get that to to get third. Because the thing is, the guy that got second also ran the same time, and it went down to the thousandth of a second, and that was the difference. Oh man, that that close, thousands of a second, you know, to being in the finals, and then you know who knows what happens when you get into the finals. Exactly. Yeah. So I thought maybe once he got to the final, then he'll be probably a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Uh, I know when I was working with them, our our big push was always the semifinal. To me, was always the most important race of the day. And so I knew if he would have got through the, the semi, if he would have got through the semifinal, I thought the final would have been a lot easier. Michael Ford is with us, Baylor's uh, track and field coach. We're talking about uh, Trayvon Bromel, who didn't make it to the finals by the slimmest of margins at the Olympics in Tokyo. Uh, Michael, I don't know if you've talked to him, uh, but it, it, it has to be very disappointing, you know, with such high hopes for Trayvon going into these Olympic Games. Um, you know, we, we actually checked back and forth yesterday. I just wanted to make sure he was okay uh, mentally and physically, and he was, he was fine, I think. Um, it, honestly, it really wasn't a disappointment. I think a lot of people thought it was he would be disappointed. I think he was, I would say, a little disappointed. But I think just going over the last four years of him being injured, and um, it was almost like a blessing that he was able to make the team. Um, considering the last four years have been uh, injury after injury after injury, so I think for him it was, yeah, maybe I didn't make the final, but. I achieved something that I wanted to achieve. I achieved. I wanted to achieve to make it to the Olympics um, because I I've missed the last couple of World Championships. Um, and then the, if the Olympics were last year, you might have get, get a chance to run at the Olympics. So I think it was kind of it had like a little bit of least a silver lining in there. In, in his opinion. Yeah, and that's a good way to look at it because you look at what he's done over the last four years to come back from those injuries and make the Olympic team and really be the favorite to win the 100 meters. That's a huge accomplishment just to get himself back in that position. 
Yeah, I mean, I thought uh, his, his new co-trainer, Ryder, and their medical staff and, and his group of guys that he trains with, from Andre de Graaf the, and then uh, Divine Oduduru that went to Texas Tech, those guys were at the meet also. Yeah. So I think that the group that he had to train with, and I thought his coach, Rainer Ryder, did an awesome job to get him back to, um, to possibly make another world championship team next year. I got you. And that's the thing uh, in this stretch here with the Olympics pushed a year later. He's going to have a lot of other uh, high-quality meets to compete in coming up in the next few years. Yeah, well, when you have another when you have another world championship next year, then so you got a world championship in 2022, you have another world championship in 2023, <laughs> and then you have the Olympic Games in 24. <laughs> right. Uh, and then you have another world championship in, in 25. So you have a, definitely a lot of a lot of championships to get some hardware in the next four the next four years. Yeah, very much so. Well, hope he uh, bounces back nicely from this. Uh, you know, it, it's not that I'm disappointed in him. I'm disappointed for him because I can't imagine what that's like to train so hard and get your spot on the Olympic team, be the favorite there, and then not make it to the finals. I just can't imagine how disappointing that would be. Yeah, I think for for him it was it was him making the team was very, very important for him to make the team. Um, and this, we always say, let's go round by round, by round um, to to make it. I mean, he's 26 years old. He's made two Olympic teams so far, um, and I know he'll get a chance to run the relay. Hopefully, get a get a medal there. Uh, but I think just the just the fact that he made it, I think for for him and his and his coach was a was a blessing, um, considering him the the last four years yeah yeah true well i uh, appreciate your time be careful out on those back roads there and uh, uh be careful with traffic i know traffic is an issue a lot of times between waco <laughs> and and dfw so i uh, appreciate your time and thanks for being on with us no thank you as always that you got the best voice in the business yeah, you're a great guy thank you michael appreciate it talk to you soon all right you take care. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Michael Ford, Baylor's new track and field head coach, talking about Trayvon Bromel, Trayvon uh, Sprinter here at Baylor. Of course, Michael coaches the Sprinters and uh, and has moved on to another training team that is with Trayvon Bromel. But, uh, Michael, very, very uh, close to the situation. So, uh, interesting. He, he said, I was saying a hundredth of a second, maybe kept him out of the finals. He said a thousandth of a second might have kept him out of the finals. Is that wild or what? That's just brutal. I mean, it it is. really is, yeah. you know. But uh you, you know, I mean, you have to be you have to be to to be at that level anyway, you have to be able to put the things like that behind you. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, like he said he's got he's got world championships the next 2 years and then the Olympics again because yeah. they were pushed back a year That's right. because That's of COVID. Right. So, you know, it's not it's not the the same weight as it usually is uh, until he gets another shot at it, and he will still definitely be in his prime because he he he's a young guy. Absolutely, and he's still got a shot at these Olympics in the four by one relay. So hopefully, uh, hopefully he can leave with some hardware after that relay for Trayvon Bromel. All right, great to visit with Michael Ford. Appreciate him. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Look ahead, share some birthdays, plenty more coming up. 
Glad you're with us on this Monday. Rainy in some areas here in Central Texas. John Morris, Aaron Sexton will be right back to the Allen Samuels Studios here on ESPN Central Texas. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Brent Warneman joining us right now from the Houston Chronicle. I then sought out Commissioner Greg Sankey, you know, and, and uh, found him on Red Radio Road down there. And he looked at me like, where did you hear that? You know, and <laughs> and then uh, essentially he said, well, you know, rumors have been swirling. And then he said, yeah, no comment. You know, that because and at that point, you know, then we're trying to get uh, reaction from from especially Texas and then, and then OU. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Phoenix Suns' Chris Paul has formally declined the 44 million player option on his contract for next season and becomes an unrestricted free agent. Olympic medal count, USA leads with 64, China has 62, and the ROC has 48. Track and field continues today with the finals in the women's long jump and the men's 400 meter hurdles. Demarcus Lawrence and Amari Cooper remain on the puff list. Along with Dak Prescott, those two may not even make the trip to Ohio for the Hall fame game with Pittsburgh this Thursday. Astros lose their series to the Giants over the weekend. They have the day off before starting a series in L.A. with the Dodgers tomorrow night. Rangers lose their series to the Mariners 2-1. Rangers start a series with the Angels at home tonight, 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show on this Monday. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, 
Hey, we appreciate you being with us today. We appreciate uh, Coach Michael Ford being on with us. Drive safely out there, Coach Ford. Uh, be safe, and uh, we don't want you talking to us to be reason for a uh, run off the road or a wreck or anything like that. So uh, be safe driving for everyone that is out there. Wet roads, wet streets, uh, wet interstate around Central Texas. Tom was just telling me that uh, somebody that works here at the station had a, a wreck coming in this morning, kind of hydroplaned on the interstate. So. That can happen in a heartbeat. Yeah, uh, just uh, coming up. Uh, uh, oh, Bagby, Bagby, New Road, Bagby. Yeah, there, uh-huh. like I said, there was there were, and I say puddle. I mean, I don't, I don't. It's more than a puddle. I mean, the water was collected to where you know, um, you're not got a hydroplane, obviously, right there. But yeah. I mean, it's enough to you know where it could looks like a car wash going through it, and yeah. you know you could easily absolutely hit a curb or something. So yeah, I mean, it's it was. That's why they call them flash floods, you know, because, I mean, it <laughs> rains right. a lot really quickly, that's and that's right. what happened today. That's right. So be careful. Give yourself a little extra breaking time, a little extra time to get to wherever you're going uh, as you're out there with the rain uh, coming down, continuing to come down uh, here in Central Texas. Uh, what do we got? Oh, very good. Okay. So we've got a, a special birthday to mention, right? Let's do birthdays right now. How about that? Okay. You tell me, and you go first. It is my mom's birthday. Happy birthday. Fantastic. Yeah. Happy birthday, mom. She is listening today. Um, You know, she tries to listen when she can. Right. Not not able to every day. Right. um, I'm not going to say how old she is. but uh, (laughs) Smart man. Yeah, right. But uh, happy birthday to my wonderful, wonderful mother. Uh, I love you very much. And uh, What's her first name? Sharon. 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 All right. Happy birthday, Sharon. Top of the list. Top of yep. the birthday I, list. And I actually remembered I was, I, you know, I keep late hours. Um, and uh, I was going to text her right at midnight. I was like, you know, she's not going to see it. until. I mean, <laughs> I guess it, it would have been nice to wake up to. But uh, on the off chance that her phone was still on, I didn't want her to, you know, the, to go wake off and up, think right. it was an emergency at 12 <laughs> right. o'clock. You know, so I texted her uh, as uh, a few minutes ago and uh Told her I'd give her a call when we got off the air. But happy birthday, Mom. Fantastic. Sharon, happy birthday to you. I'm glad uh, your son uh, texted you and didn't wake you up. Waited (laughs) till the middle of the day to text you. Happy birthday to you. Let me add some others to the list today. It is uh, Paula Young's birthday today. Paula works with us in Baylor Athletics. And, in fact, she is the currently the longest-tenured employee in Baylor Athletics, currently active. Uh, Now, Coach Hart, who we had on um, uh, last week, Coach Hart, you know, kind of blew everything out of the water working at Baylor for 50 years. But uh, when he retired and then some others after that who'd been there a long time, uh, Paula Young is now the longest tenured active employee in Baylor Athletics. So happy birthday to Paula. And if it's Paula's birthday, it is her twin sister Pam's birthday up in West. So happy birthday to Paula and Pam Young today. Uh, Let's see, who else? It's Dana Geetson's birthday today. Uh, Ms. Geetson, teacher in the area, uh, wife of Bruce Geetson. Happy birthday to Dana Geetson. It's Ken Murray's birthday today. 
Ken is not listening to us. I feel very safe in saying that. Ken's out in Lubbock or the Lubbock area in West Texas. Ken was the uh, trainer for Texas Tech Athletics for many, many years. And then he retired, and his son John uh, followed in his footsteps, and John has done that for many, many years. But Ken Murray, anybody that knows him, and David Chandler, if you're listening to us, David listens on the podcast every once in a while. David would uh, absolutely agree with this, that Ken Murray is one of the great guys in the world uh, out in Lubbock and a great uh, uh, salute to Texas Tech for all the great work that Ken Murray has done through the years. So happy birthday to Ken Murray out in West Texas today. Who else is on this list today? It's Kevin Robinson's birthday today. K-Rob is one of our trainers working with uh, primarily Baylor Track and Field. Happy birthday to Kevin Robinson. But uh, K-Rob and uh, Ken Murray uh, being born on the same day. That's great. Uh, Matilda, Matilda Sanchez uh, w- worked at Channel 10. We worked at Channel 10 at the same time. Happy birthday to uh, Matilda today. It's Jay Powers' birthday today. It's big birthday day. And then uh, Anita Bertram's birthday is today. Anita's the wife of Steve Bertram, who I've mentioned his name before. Uh, you folks don't really know him, but Steve uh, runs, uh, does all the sports at the radio station in Danville, Kentucky. My hometown really gave me a great foot in the door with uh, sports broadcasting and as such I owe him a lot but it's his wife Anita's birthday today in Danville Kentucky so happy birthday to Anita Bertram so uh, starting with your mom Sharon and uh, that is a big list of birthdays today and let me go back actually from the weekend uh, since we weren't here Saturday and Sunday, yesterday was big birthday day. Mike Sims' birthday was today. Continuing with our list of trainers, Mike Sims, now with Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Uh, Mike's birthday was yesterday. Uh, Emily McCoy and Rick Renner with Bally Sports. Uh, both were born on August 1st. Happy birthday to them a day late. Jose Yao with the Trib. Happy birthday to Jose a day late. Joe Ratliff, former Baylor pitcher. His birthday was yesterday as well. And I think that's it uh, going back to yesterday. So great list of birthdays there. All right, Matt Mosley is coming up uh, top of the hour. Uh, I know he's got Curtis Quillen scheduled today. Curtis from KCEN-TV talking about the uh, first day of high school football practice, 1A through 4A starting today. I think 5A and 6A starts a week later, right? Is that next Monday when they begin? I believe that's correct. Yeah. So uh, today is the day. And, again, a little rain, a little cloud cover. Uh, it's got to be nice as they start football practice today for the new season. Uh, and, again, we mentioned earlier Baylor begins on Friday. Friday, so uh, the final countdown, I guess, is on for the start of the season. It's five weeks from this past Saturday for Baylor's season opener, September 4th, on the road at Texas State. And high schools, that weekend or the weekend before? Do you know? Have you seen a schedule? I really don't know. I think they start on September 3rd. I I really don't know. I think so. Do they? Okay. Yeah, I think everything starts in September this year. Very good. So uh, really not that far away, if you think about it, uh, coming up on the start of a new season. All right. uh, And then Tom Barfield is in here at 4 o'clock today, 4 to 6 for uh, Tom and Ward and Aaron. And we look forward to uh, what they have on the docket today. And we'll all find out when we get there at 4 o'clock for game time this afternoon here on ESPN. 
Central Texas. I, I want to mention this. Uh, the, we had uh, mentioned Art Wellborn, who sang the national anthem on Friday night at the Rangers game. Um, and uh, just a tremendous night. And uh, many of you know by now that Art's dad passed away on Saturday. Uh, Wes Wellborn had been battling COVID. He'd been in the hospital for about five weeks as of this past Thursday and just never was able to recover. His oxygen level was really low. They tried everything, I mean, really everything. And uh, on Saturday, uh, the end came rather quickly after five weeks in the hospital. But uh, just keep the well-borns in your prayers and, uh, and art. And the funeral service has been scheduled for 2 o'clock on Wednesday afternoon at First Woodway. Um, but just, uh, you know, just tragic, really, when you think when we think we've turned the corner on COVID, there are stories like this that reach up and slap you in the face that we have not, you know, that there are still deaths uh, happening and uh, a lot of people that are quarantined and hospitalized with COVID. So it's, I guess, a very stark reminder that uh, we need to be ever vigilant, you know, with COVID and uh, the, the, you know, the life-altering um, changes that it can make. Yeah, I mean, I had a, uh, a friend in, in the hospital, and this was uh, uh, about a week and a half ago. Yeah, uh, and obviously, during the height of COVID, you couldn't see anyone in the hospital. Well, they had relaxed the rules to where, you know, they would take your temperature when you went in. They would ask you if you've been in contact and things like that. And they would allow two visitors at a time. And I'm pretty sure that that they'll probably that may change back again to where it was to where, you know, you can't have any visitors. Just just can't take the chance. Yeah. And that's you know, I mean, that's that's a huge, huge thing. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I think we all were seeing signs of progress. Yes. And there were a lot of signs of progress, not saying there weren't. But then the Delta variant, uh, you know, kind of jumped in there, and that has affected a lot of people. So, you know, here we are at the start of a new school year and uh, might be looking, again, at masks or something like that um, as we get to the start of a school year again. So just keep that in mind and pray for the Wellborn family and uh, appreciate uh, uh, you letting me share that. All right, we're talking about uh, game time coming up today at 4. Tom Barfield is here. What do you guys have lined up this afternoon? Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk some high school football. It begins in earnest uh, today, and I'm not real sure where earnest and is. And in Waco. And, and in That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So okay. uh, Chad Conine <laughs> of the Waco Trib is going to join oh, us good. and kind of get us up to date on, uh, on up speed on what's going on there. R.J. Ochoa will join us and talk some Cowboy football. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, Mike Caps, the voice of the Round Rock Express, will join us and talk about some of the uh, the guys that have gotten the call up to the big club. Uh, a kid by the name of Cotton pitched for uh, the Ranger. Pitched yesterday. Huh. Uh, had been in the big leagues, and then I'm not real sure what happened, but it had been over 1,400 days oh, between appearances in the big leagues, and he appeared in a game Friday night in your yeah, game. Yeah. And then yesterday while I was at the uh, the ballpark yesterday, uh, he w- he was in the ball game late. Huh. So uh, he had been pitching down at Round Rock. So okay. we're going to talk to Cappy about that. So, That's good. Uh, so we're going to kind of cover some minor leagues, and, and we'll, uh, we'll get to all that. And hopefully – Hopefully, we're going to get through the day and not talk about realignment. <laughs> Hopefully. Be prepared. Yes. You never yeah. know. You, you never you know. It. How so. uh, am I right? That was your first game at the new ballpark? It, it was. Okay. What would you think? Uh, not a fan. 
Really? No. Nope. Okay. Like the air conditioning. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and you were there for a day game. Yes, indeed. Would you have been there for a day game if it was outside? Absolutely not. <laughs> right. Absolutely not. Not when you're 30-something games under 500. Right, yeah. right. Here's my deal. And you, you tell me if I'm wrong. When you look at that ballpark from the outside, the yeah. aesthetics, yeah. and then you look at the new ballpark, I mean the old ballpark, it's nothing not even close. close. No, nothing close. So I'm like, take the old ballpark and put a roof on it. Yeah. <laughs> rebuild. Just re, when you rebuild the ballpark, rebuild the old ballpark, and then engineer it to where you can have a roof. Yeah. It. it John, I'm going to say it. It's going to make. It may make some people mad. It looked like a barn. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It, it does. It kind of, from the outside, it kind of looks like a barn. Now, when you get down inside, I like the fact from the concourse. Anywhere on the concourse, you can see the field. Right. So. From those kind of features, I like the ballpark. But when you when you drive up and just look at it from the I, – it's about the 10th time I've done it. When you look at the outside of the ballpark, I didn't like it. Yeah. I don't know. What, what, you agree, disagree? I mean um, – Aesthetically, I like the old ballpark better. Uh-huh. I really do. Air conditioning kind of sways it the other way. It's a lot like Minute Maid, isn't it? It is. Don't they it, look a lot alike? They do. And, and, I'm, and then I was – you know, I was like – Picking up the baseball, I'm like, how do these guys see the ball? Yeah. Because yes, it's 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 illuminated. I get it. However, it, it has it has a different look and different feel to it. Did you? I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It has. I don't know how to describe it, but right. it, it it almost like there's a haze to yeah. it or something. And it's not that the lighting's not good. I mean, right. lighting's great. Yeah. Um, it's just indoors and it just seems different. Um, but it was 72 degrees yes, on Friday indeed. night when we were there. 135 first pitch, it was 72 degrees. Yeah. And as the Rangers were making that rally and winning the game, it was pouring outside. Really? And like raining sideways. Wow. Yes. But the game just but kept the right game on going. moved right along. You saw a good game. Yeah. Didn't get to see it all. <laughs> Members of the family, can we leave? Please, can we leave? And I said, and I quote, if they come back and win this game, I'm going to be awfully oh, hot. And they did. And, and as the ball is leaving the ballpark, I'm on I-20. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we left at the end of seven. Yeah. Now, I'll say this. It was sprinkling when we left, and by the time we got to the car, it was pouring. Mm, okay. So Not all bad. And then it was 25 miles an hour down I-20 because <laughs> oh, it was raining. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, it was raining. What about, did you see Chuck Morgan set up? Did you go up there and see I, that? I didn't go up there, but I yeah. did see what you were talking about. That yeah. is kind of cool. It's very cool. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, he's right there in the, you know, among everybody. I know. Yeah. He, he kind of has a glass-enclosed booth just for him. He's not a part of the press right. box. It's right there for him. And you can walk by. You can stand there. You can look at him like in a fishbowl, mm-hmm. you know. And there's a uh, almost a Hall of Fame, Chuck Morgan Hall of Fame, in a couple of glass cases right out of his booth. How about that? And it was pretty cool. I mean, I stood there for five minutes looking at And that was a level lower than the radio TV and two levels lower than the riders. I oh, noticed yeah. the riders were off in their own little, oh, their own little section kind of down the first baseline. Yeah, interesting. Chuck's so, got a good spot yes, there. Yes, he does. He, right behind home play. He's it kind of reminded me of uh, the TV booth at AT&T That's Stadium. Right. You know, it's kind of right. it's kind of off by itself, and it's yeah. kind of glassed in case, yeah, too. very so. much. It, it's yeah. hidden. If you don't know it's there, That's you don't exactly know where it right. is. That's yeah. true.
All right, man. Appreciate it. You Thank bet. you. Tom Barfield will be back. He'll be on the air at 4 o'clock here with game time, 4 to 6, right here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to move out of here. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Thanks to Michael Ford, who was on with us. And Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow at 2. Aaron, thank you very much. Appreciate it. And stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next on ESPN Central Texas. Whatever guy got his place. All righty. Tune in to John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews here on the